What do you think? I think we're dead meat. Real dead meat. You're dead meat! Go ahead and laugh, you guys. If I ever find a little glasses of business, they're dead meat. Welcome to the Dead Meat Podcast, your horror safe haven. I'm Chelsea. And I'm James. And we're married and we like to get scared together. Yes. This week, uh, a lot of people were requesting this, which is exciting because that tells me people are going to go see it. Go see horror movies. Yes. Uh, we're talking about The Blackening. We have a guest on to talk about it with us. We have Prince Jackson here from the Nightlife podcast on Bloody Disgusting and also just friend of ours. Yeah. <laughs> How are Prince? you? Hello. Hi. Hey, I'm great. I'm feeling awesome. This is absolutely amazing. Incredible. Dream come true. The whole <laughs> shit. You already know. <laughs> well, we're happy to have you, man. Uh, we really wanted to see this movie. It, we had a good time watching it, mm-hmm. and we were like, yeah, let's talk about it on the podcast. Maybe maybe let's have a guest. Maybe, maybe let's get a guest. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, just, just well, you, I'm, happy, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy y'all chose me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. If you only listen to the audio version of this podcast, you might be shocked to learn both of James and I are white. <laughs> so we were like, let's maybe not this movie, just the two of us. <laughs> just in case. Because th- this movie is so specific yes. to like black culture and, and black stereotypes. There were some things that... I knew, and I was super proud of myself. Uh, I was like, oh, I know about the two Aunt Vivs. But then there were other things that I did have to write down and look up later. And like now I want to go see, uh, what is it, Set It Off? I didn't know that that movie existed. Oh, hell yeah. Now yeah, I you do. need to watch that. Yeah, and it seems pretty it fucking cool. So uh, yeah. It's a great movie. One of the best endings ever. <laughs> oh, really? Ooh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's One exciting. of the best endings ever. Okay. Gotta watch Set It Off. <laughs> I guess first up, Prince, did you like the blackening. I realized I knew you'd seen it, but I didn't know your thoughts on it. Yeah, um, I did. I loved it, actually. Okay. I thought it was just a super fun movie overall. Mm-hmm. And it was something about it that just felt nostalgic. It was weird as it says. It's just like, God, I miss my family. You know, and <laughs> I know, I, I'm still like very close to them. I live in the same city they live in. And I'm just like, oh, I miss them. But it, it's something that uh, Tim Story, the director of, of The Blackening, he does so well is um, cultivating experiences. He did this with the barbershop back in, what, 2002, I think is when that came oh, out wow. okay. um, with Ice Cube. And it was just very much a conversational movie, which oddly enough, this movie is as well. This movie is very much a conversational movie. It really just has so many buzzwords and and, and really just wants to get you talking and, and just having a good time. But this movie is the literally it feels like if you were to go to a black cookout and you just had all of those cousins there and you just had the one white friend that went with you that's this movie (laughs) (laughs) that is this movie that's the black yeah it's it's a great theater experience i really recommend seeing it in a theater uh because just the audience participation and, and the laughter brings a lot to it and i know that you know we're going to talk about it spoiler free for a little while just so, so people can get a feel for it i know that some people were uh kind of assumed it would be like a scary movie type thing it's not yeah. quite there it's not it's a, a parody to scream I'd, I'd say it's like a scary movie. yeah i'd say I it's uh, a third of the way from scream to scary movie it's it's more heightened than scream which is is more grounded like these characters are more uh, intentionally stereotypes in the beginning and then their characters are fleshed out into more real people and it's more of a comedy than Scream uh, less like straight horror like Scream has legitimately scary things but it is not the you know full on parody 
cartoon logic of scary movie. It it does have yeah. like real moments, real character interactions, and I I thought uh, some people I saw I say that they had wished it took more of that direction, but I'm I'm really happy with the tone mm-hmm. it struck. Me too. Yeah, I personally think if they would have went. If they would have leaned in too far, one, I think this movie wouldn't have gotten a theatrical release because mm. we we technically have those. We have a lot of those films that are black horror films that never have seen a mainstream audience. Like there's one on Tubi, for example, that has like Marcus Houston and I forgot the name of it, but <laughs> it's a really bad slasher film. But at the same time, it's something that is very much a predominantly black film that would never ever see a mainstream audience like you have to really seek that movie out when in reality it's just on a very popular streaming service now with the blackening one they did two things to me that was absolutely incredible one they got this movie to be released on juneteenth weekend yeah insanity like that just fantastic not not only to celebrate the holiday but it also it that's works with the movie yeah, yeah the movie they are going to yes. have a juneteenth celebration so it's it's so cool that right. they were able to make that happen and i feel like we don't see that anymore like you know like even take scream six for example right that movie was set in halloween mm-hmm. that movie was released in what march yeah <laughs> so you know like it, it's just we don't really get to see that that often anymore and for them to have a very like holiday centric film be placed on the holiday on this holiday probably the first juneteenth movie ever <laughs> like now that i think about it like uh, one that is literally celebrating it and going to a uh, a mainstream audience that really just has this understanding and depiction of it especially in the last three years when that really became a national like experience for everyone where it's just like I've never even heard of this holiday. Yeah. For me, I've been celebrating it since I was like maybe eight. So we would just have barbecues. Nothing. It was just, it was very black. It was just mm-hmm. literally like we didn't, we didn't really like, like extravagant, nothing, nothing like that. It was just us hanging out, having some barbecue with our family and just being like, yo, cheers to freedom. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's just like, that was pretty much it. But for this movie to do this and have, such a, a an experience such as this especially with bringing these friends back together type of experience that is such the black experience like it's like it, it i don't know it hits close to home for myself mm-hmm. but overall this movie if it would have switched the tone to be darker i don't think it would have worked as well mm-hmm. yeah yeah i agree and i like that i didn't even kind of put together that, yeah, this kind of joins that great horror tradition of, like, holiday-based horror movies. Yeah. Which is, like, it's not, yeah. the title is not the holiday, but... Yeah. What do you think about the title? Because uh, um, I, I do think the title lends itself to that perception that it's going to be more of a parody, a scary movie, because it's so, you know, the blackening. It almost sounds like The Happening, but with black, right. like... <laughs> You know, yeah. that, that's I think, why people are coming to that conclusion. Yeah, I, and I agree. I wasn't the biggest fan of the title, but I did love the subtitle. I the, the where well, sort of. I guess the tagline more than more than anything. We we can't all die first. Yeah, I wish that was the name of the movie. I um, saw people say that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I wish that was the name of the movie and the tagline was just The Blackening or something. Mm-hmm. But We All Can't Die First would have been an amazing title to this movie. I would like <laughs> to talk about that trope a little bit because I know that people will in the comments. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. Uh, I I feel like that trope kind of evolved from initially the idea of 
oh, if there's a black character in a horror movie, they'll they will die. die. Yeah, at yeah. some point, which which was true for a long time, and right. uh, I think mainly because black characters were so often not the main characters, hardly They're ever. They're not the final girl. Or, yeah, right. so they would die much like everyone else. As far yeah. as dying first in movies, I feel like that, in my experience, isn't super true mostly because there aren't especially in older movies that many black characters exactly uh, i can name like like i new year's evil sticks out to me as there's a black friend who dies first uh yeah. gremlins if you count it that the the teacher <laughs> he dies first oh yeah that's yeah. right you know but yeah. that's not a slash i feel like it's kind of a slasher specific trope right. uh scream yeah. 2 obviously but they're commenting on that mm-hmm. trope so it's kind of satirical mm-hmm. so i know that people are going to be like wow, this whole movie's based on a thing that isn't even true. And, like, even if it's not true, one, the movie's not based on it. It's just kind of like a right. hook, a, a joke that is used exactly. in a single yeah, scene. Yeah, that, like, in the actual movie, because I feel like the marketing of the movie kind of leaned on that trope. It but did. the movie itself doesn't super use that as, like, the hook for everything going no. on. Well, there's the, which the, is the, nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the movie is a lot more than just that, which is great. Right. Uh, and the scene that they show in the trailer where they're discussing who's, who's the, the blackest because they have to die first, <laughs> <laughs> which right. is hilarious. Yeah. That that was the, the basis of this film. That was a short mm. in 2018 by oh, Three Pete, a comedy group. Okay. And it was uh, a member of Three Pete is Dwayne. Dwayne. Uh, what's his last name? Uh, Dwayne uh, Perkins. Perkins, Blank, yes. Yeah, Perkins, so. Yeah. He plays Dwayne in this movie, yeah. but he created that short uh, and okay. co-wrote the screenplay and was able to sell it. Uh, this movie is super cool for the filmmakers because, like, that's a sketch comedy background. It was approached to make it into a feature-length film. They made this for $5 million, and then Lionsgate bought it for $20 million. Wow. So right now it's at just under 10 at the box office. If Lionsgate needs wants to make money, it's going to have to do a lot better just because of all the marketing costs and everything. But the filmmakers, yep. they fucking made bank already, yeah. man. They made this for five, <laughs> sold it for 20. I'm so happy for them. That's really like cool. That's awesome. That's such a big profit. You know, and, and it's funny because a lot of people were bringing it up over that past weekend as well as that uh, The Flash also came out the same exact weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the fact that they had a loss they still technically made more money than the blackening, but they still had a loss. They, oh, they yeah. had a loss of profit and the blackening went over their profit by, I think it was maybe three mil mm-hmm. and come on. Like this is, this is just proof again that making a budgeted, a well-budgeted horror film yes. mm-hmm. <laughs> well is budgeted. going to always present <laughs> mm-hmm. itself better than any other film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not a catastrophic loss if it doesn't do well at the box. Exactly. People want to be in a theater and, like I mean, this is the tagline of the show, but get scared together. It's oh, fun. I thought you were gonna go uh, uh, AMC. Yes, AMC. Oh. Yeah, every, <laughs> people want to Nicole Kidman just <laughs> watching the blackening. I wish they would add that to the open, the like that montage of movies yeah. that she's watching. Oh my god! I think she would like it. I, would I like. Love it. That. I think Nicole would love the blackening. I Maybe. think so too. Maybe I I'm just think enchanted so by her beauty, but I love Nicole. My favorite was the we were sitting by a group of teens, and um, they all whispered, uh, "What does she say in that?" She goes, "In here, like they are or something." I forget what the last line is. Oh but yeah, they the all, last line. They all they whispered it. it together, and nice. it made me laugh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you mentioned the that. director Tim Story, who he said uh, yeah. Barbershop, Ride Along, uh, mm-hmm. did the f- original Fantastic Four movies in the early two thousands. Oh, yeah, so he's responsible yeah. for making Jessica Alba look like that, right? Oh, yep. <laughs> she yep. looks like an alien in those. <laughs> yeah, she's 
those weren't the right contacts. <laughs> it's those like a good right. cosplay, you know? Right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was originally recruited just to produce this film, and then he liked the script right. so much, wow. he was like, can I direct it? Can and you imagine what an honor that would be? That'd be so cool. You like, know? such a successful Huge. veteran director being like, oh, actually, can I... Could I do this? Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. You may barbershop. That's shop. huge. I mean, we we have Tracy Oliver, who's also the uh, co-writer of this as mm-hmm. well. And Tracy, mm-hmm. she um, she's awesome. I mean, she worked on Harlem, which was a show, or it is a show still, I think, on Amazon. And um, it also had, uh, what's her name? Grace Byers. Oh, man. She's oh. played Allison. Allison. Yes. She's great. In, Allison also played, or Grace Byers, not Allison. <laughs> uh, Grace Byers also played in um, in Empire. Mm-hmm. Yes, she was, I, she that's a, where I know. You watched Empire, yeah? Role, when I worked at Fox, like, yeah. And and her, and her role in Empire was super serious. Like, yeah, she's and, like the femme fatale ex-wife, like yeah. plotting, conniving, I can like so evil. See that. Yeah, she's so scary. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> I was I was a little hesitant at first when I saw her in this movie. I was like, oh, man, you know, I don't, I don't know how funny she's going to actually be. And um, so I checked out Harlem first. Oh, okay. and that, that was my homework that I did before I watched this and just to kind of prep myself up. And I was like, no, dude, she's fucking funny. Yeah, like, this, whole, like, this whole cast funny. is really funny. <laughs> yeah, this it's uh, a great ensemble. Cast. It's cast. it's truly wonderful ensemble. Every single character really shines. Like I said, they all kind of are introduced with some stereotypical elements because you got like yeah. the ex gangster, you got like the 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 African guy like oh, from yeah. Africa, but what? he's not. Yeah. But Nnamdi. he yeah, not maybe Nnamdi. makes that part of <laughs> yeah. his identity. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Grace Byers is like a a mixed race person, and yeah, they keep biracial. pointing yeah. to it. They're like, oh, there's a the picture zebra, of you. It's a yeah. zebra. The one guy's married to a white woman. <laughs> that right, one yes. of my... I laughed so hard in the theater, and not a lot of other people did, because unfortunately, okay. we were like, we were like, but I hope, I kind of hope we're the only white people in the theater. Wasn't the case. Not the case. But no, when they're arguing yeah. over who's the blackest, and he's like, uh, it can't be it can't me. Be me. I, married I married a white, a white woman. woman. They're and like, that the black not like, yeah, <laughs> He's like, yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> yeah, that was so fucking funny. There's something, what, in, yeah, oh, go what, ahead. Sorry, uh, what made me crack up uh, of seeing King and him being married to a white woman, my name is Prince, I'm also married to a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> and I you're, thought that was the funniest shit you're, ever. You're part when of they, the royal they family. That, and I was just like, that's fucking funny. That's, That's good. so fucking funny. <laughs> that is good. Too that real, is good. Too real five me. God, that's, that's hilarious. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, there, there's something like tone-wise uh, about this movie. If if you're still not convinced, this movie is very fun. And compared to maybe some other recent horror movies where they deal with, you know, the, the centri- like the crux of them is like the horror of the black experience and yeah. They're all like great. This movie takes so much joy in being black and it's fun and it's a celebration. And yes, like in, with the imagery and we're dealing with certain tropes and we're dissecting certain things that is present. It's ultimately like it's really it's like a fun, happy movie. These I, I don't know. I think that's like a neat thing to see that you don't get to see that often. Yeah, because it's not like a fucking antebellum where it was just oh, like, yeah. man. Don't it's even just miserable. I know, yeah. <laughs> Don't so, even get me started and on it's, that. Oh. This is not the kind of movie where maybe, yeah. I think often 
movies maybe like an antebellum or something like that where tone wise it almost maybe is targeting a white audience in the sense that a white person can watch it and be like man i did such hard work watching this this was a very (laughs) serious movie and i empathized and like aren't i great this this is not that this does not care if white people watch it. no yeah this this, the what what i categorize those films as like antebellum the show them and things like that i call those the apology um shows and movies Uh where it's when white people watch those and be like Fuck! I should really apologize to a black person. <laughs> sure. like, you know, like, yeah. like it's it's one of those types of things where it's just like I, you know, they like sure that's great. I think I think learning is great and education is awesome. I mean, without certain things like Watchmen and uh, Lovecraft Country, we would not know of the Tulsa massacre as a global scale thing, right? right mm-hmm. yeah. So I do find that to be very very important. However, there's just there was a lot of it. Yeah, at that point in time. Oh yeah, there was like a a lot of it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There was so much, and to the point where I was just, I got to a point where I was like, I don't want people to feel sorry for me. Like you know, like that's not that's not what that's not what my intentions are. And with the blackening, it's so unapologetically black. Mm -hmm. When those uh, those I guess films and shows kind of feel like you're apologizing for being black, where it's just like, well, I'm sorry that my blackness. It makes you uncomfortable when this is just like, no, I, you should apologize to me for being in my space. <laughs> and, you know, and I, I love that. I love um, especially the the park ranger. Yeah. Deidre um, Bader. Yeah. 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 That is how <laughs> it's so White, funny. Deidre was great. <laughs> that, that character is how I think the movie wants the white audience to like enjoy this film is like, look yes. at this film respectfully <laughs> At a di- and enjoy being here, but this isn't like, for if, you. Yeah, and you're if, not if you don't get it. a joke, it's fine. It's, fi- it's yeah. not for you, yeah. right? It's yeah, not, yeah it's, it wasn't meant for you. Respect yeah, this space. It's it's great. It's great. I I and I love that his and no one caught this in the theater, that but his, his name, name was Officer B. B. White. White. Yeah, B. Yeah. White. <laughs> <laughs> Scribbled that furiously in my notes. <laughs> it was so lovely. I was yeah. like, this is great. This is fantastic. My theater experience, however, was terrible no i have to admit it was way? really bad was it just quiet uh, no one laughed no Man, that's so worse. no one laughed um there were a few other black people i could count on my finger though how many was in there it was maybe four mm. <laughs> including <laughs> myself um me though cracking up didn't mm-hmm. give a shit it's i was good. like whatever cracking up the whole entire time it's funny the o'reilly bit Yep. Oh my god. The right <laughs> bit so was a big good. hit in our theater. So great. Um so I I was a huge fan of just every single ounce of this movie. <laughs> yeah, and and uh one of the last things I'll say before we get into the more spoilery stuff is that this is made uh clearly by people who like horror. The oh, yeah. the references yeah. in this are well, That's why it reminds me of Scream as Exactly. Well. Yeah, they right. they the characters are aware of the genre and not on a superficial level. I mean, they they mention people under the stairs, which is yeah. such oh a my gosh. good nod. In like the first 20 minutes, yeah. not even, there's yeah. a people under the stairs reference. I was like, oh, this so is so good. It's like, okay, great. It's like, like even though that wasn't people under the stairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, even though that movie wasn't made by a black person because Wes Craven right. made it, I feel like it, it is uh, like it's a black still, horror it's, film. It's, it's, yeah. For sure. We still accept it. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, that's oh awesome. man, that would be the dream to make a movie that like is accepted. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wes Craven. Was Wes, would Wes have been invited to the cookout? Oh, my God. He would be invited, but we definitely would bag on him and not call him Wes. We would call him Wesley. Like, <laughs> like, like we would easily be that people. <laughs> All right. Should we move into spoiler? Territory? Yeah, let's get to it. Now we can talk spoiler about town. jokes and stuff. Go see it. Go see it. Go we'll see, see it. Because we're going to talk about the jokes. Go we're going to talk about the, the plot. We're going to spoil it all. Go see it. Good summer movie. It's good. like a good movie to watch in some air conditioning. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like one of those. <laughs> yes. It's just very comfy. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we get we get a classic little cold open for a horror movie, you know, yeah. where we get a little taste of the horror, and it's with uh, Jay Farrow. Jay Farrow, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jay Farrow, uh, gotta love him. Yeah, and then I, I'm not familiar with Yvonne Orji. Is that yeah, Yvonne Orji? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not familiar with what Insecure looks like. Yeah. Uh, so Yv- Yvonne's really known for Insecure. Um, that's that's like her main main go to uh, that she'll probably know her more from will be Insecure. Okay. Insecure. Yeah, but they're they're um, they're opening up this cabin. They're they're kind of hosting this get together with their friends, a little reunion of sorts. Mm-hmm. And so they're at the cabin by themselves, and you know already we get. Uh, him doing like the the Friday the 13th like 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 those references and uh the the banter between them's great it's really funny so good uh one thing that i really want to point out too with their their banter it is such a it, it it's like such a coupley thing like this is just for every couple it's not just for like black couples right but like it's such a coupley thing but for like black couples like it's like you're you're like it's a battle between both of you. It's just it's going back and forth. Who has the hardest punchline? Who has the hardest joke? Who has the hardest comeback? And that was so beautifully crafted. And I was like, it was that moment when I was like, oh no, this movie is blackity blake blake black. Like this is like, <laughs> like this this movie's gonna go there. So I'm I'm very, very excited. Especially when I heard my first N-word drop. I was like, Yeah. Yeah, they're flying. Yeah. <laughs> Loving it. <laughs> I wonder how much of the dialogue was maybe improvised too, because it feels like it could have been. a lot of it. I mean, it's very conversational. So yeah. it's either yeah. uh, a little bit improvised or just very well written, you yeah. know, which can be yeah. the case a lot. You know, I will probably do this movie around Juneteenth next year on The Kill Count. And I was just laughing it's to myself. Be hard about decorating that set. The set deck is like, <laughs> well, I can't do the killer's mask or the board game. So because we're about to, they're about to find the board game where if you've seen the trailer it's, it's uh shocking it's it's yeah. like a, a like caricature tom yeah, yeah or like a sambo, sambo i think right? is the, yeah, yeah like just a very i mean it's the caricature it's the kind of classic blackface cart like the like mm-hmm. jet black, black face, skin red lips. white eyes yeah the red, lips, red lips yeah i remember it's like racist jumanji <laughs> yeah much. you know for sure <laughs> i remember uh in high school we drove down to florida for uh, a disney trip and on, on the buses and i remember stopping at a, a rest stop in like or a gas station in i don't know whatever georgia or whatever southern state that you're going and in there there were like figures like this i don't know if that's still the case it might be because you Could know be. that was like 15 wasn't years wasn't that now, literally but. the premise of one of the new which anthology series was it? Oh, Tales, Tales from, from the, the Hood. Hood. Yes. Three, maybe? Yes, it was the newest Tales from the Hood where they yeah. literally, they stop at like kind of a You're tourist right. trap, like yep. antique store and there's the Gollywog dolls. Yes, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a messed up short. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah that was a messed up short. <laughs> I mean, don't touch it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they find this game. Uh, it's like talking it back talks at them. them. Yeah, it yes. was like, are you? Very are, saw-like. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like, are you watching me? Well, yes, I am. <laughs> Which, like, <laughs> later when you get the reveal of the killer, uh, there's a killer and the accomplices. So it must have been the accomplices talking through the board game. And for me, that doesn't line up that those guys would be the voice. But you know what? I don't care. I think it was Clifton. But he's there sometimes when it's I talking. I know. He's is there it? sometimes when it's playing. And I, yeah. I feel like I feel like Clifton is the type of person who would know them so well that he would already have talking tracks. He would tracks. pre-record Maybe. It. Okay. Yeah. 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 It, may, it makes the most sense for it to be Clifton doing the voice and everything. And also it makes the most sense for Clifton to be the one having done all of this. Because when you think about it, it's like, this was a, a thing. This was yeah. a whole like. Oh yeah, he Uncle had to Ruckus, do so Boondocks. much setup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I just mean even like the tech involved and like the effort that went into this. It just I just feel like a nerdy dude is the one who's gonna know how to like. I don't know. Makes sense to me. Yeah, <laughs> basically create an escape room. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Clifton in a minute. And I can't wait. To we talk are about giving Clifton. up the the killer, but the movie doesn't. It's kind of obvious. I knew pretty much right away that like yeah, oh that guy it, it makes it very clear in the jump that like this movie's not really trying to have you scratch your head too long yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh so. but yeah the cold open that they, they are forced to play this game and ask a answer a question and the, the question is name black character uh, was it five i think it's name I wrote name it five down. black characters, characters who didn't... survived horror it's movies. named five yeah. okay and yeah. immediately so I don't know. Did you start thinking of answers? Because my first go to oh absolutely, Reg- I named Reggie all five. Friday Five. Like <laughs> Reggie Friday Five popped in my head. Yep. Lo Cool J also in um, Halloween Deep H2O. Blue. Oh, and uh, well, oh Deep yeah, Blue. Oh yeah, yep, yep, well. yep. I, I said Deep Blue. Um, I said Ice Cube Anaconda. Um, oh, uh, Buster yeah, Rhymes Halloween Buster Resurrection. Rhymes, Halloween Resurrection. Mm-hmm. Um, and my last one was Geraldine from uh, from Tales from the Crypt. Demonite. Mm. Nice. Uh, what year was Deep Blue Sea? 90. 90s. Okay. I love that our answers were all pre 2000 because if you get into the last five years, much easier. <laughs> That's what, yeah. Oh, my yeah. first, the first characters I could think of were all very recent. Yeah. And it felt like, like OJ. Cheating. Yeah. It does feel like cheating when it's, it's, right. like, it's all Jordan Peele characters. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, okay, <laughs> well, we well, now have Jordan It's like, well, when the entire cast is black, <laughs> odds are one of them will survive. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad we, we could have, uh, we could have done it, Prince. Yeah. Uh, we would have, we would have survived so far. <laughs> and they even, you know, they said Scream 2 and they could have said uh the cameraman joel mm-hmm. that would have done it yep. but yep. they bring it. him back radio silence i know come on come on come bring on. him back come He's on. right Boys. there come but on. instead they incorrectly named uh jada pinkett, jada pinkett. and omar yep come on guys i know come on they die right I away love, I, I love how she even she's like nah food <laughs> died in the yeah, <laughs> and then so since great. so since he answered wrong, he gets killed. Uh, I guess we're continuing kind of a streak now of Saturday Night Live uh, comedians getting killed first in horror movies, horror comedies. Oh Pete shit! Davidson and Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, which which I have seen this compared to Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I can see, right. it. I can see that. Com- I can see that. Yeah, like I you said, tone wise. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then she's kind of just like dragged away, and then she's she pops up alive later, but then mm-hmm. is killed kind of off screen. It's her I, face I a little weird. It was an off-screen kill, yeah, because yeah. then we see it was a little ambiguous. I mm-hmm. was convinced for so long after she was going to come back, and then she never. And then no, yeah, yeah. So that was a little 
whatever. We start meeting the rest of the main cast that we're going to spend all our time with. Mm -hmm. I think, who do we meet first? Is it Shanika at the gas station? Um, no, I think we start mm. with Dwayne. We start with Dwayne, Lisa, and I believe and with Lisa too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because Allison and Lisa are having that kind of like shining conversation, yeah. which becomes yeah. a runner where like they're just that... looking at each other in the telepathy. <laughs> that shit was so funny to me because it's just you get the look, and it starts with with your parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it starts with your parents. Where my grandma, she would always do this thing where she would whistle. And you can, she would whistle so loud that if you're down by the, down at the park, you would hear it. <laughs> and that may, that may get your ass home. So she would whistle, we would run home. And then all, all she would do was just a, one of these. And it's just like, <laughs> oh man, I must be dirty. <laughs> so like, you just, you just know. And then you get to a point where it, I, I'm sure y'all have seen this kind of ongoing joke where it's like how black guys become friends. You just see another black guy on the street. You kind of nod your head or whatever. Yep. <laughs> you see them the next day. You maybe do a handshake at that point. You see them the next day after that or a week later or whatever. And then at that point, you start having a full conversation. And then you meet them again a little bit later. Just like, hey, you want to come over really quick? Like, I got some stuff at that. And it's just, you never even know this person's name until that last official meetup. Yeah. But it's just it's like this just like a telepathic thing. <laughs> so I thought that was great. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a funny little joke in the beginning. And then it keeps popping up as a runner. And and then has a great yeah. payoff at the yeah, end. Yeah, really good Fantastic payoff. Fantastic payoff. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> and then, yeah, Shanika is stopping at a gas station yeah, where... classic horror gas station uh -huh. where there's a creepy yep. old dude sitting out front who does not approve. Uh -huh. of everything <laughs> and uh well yeah because her stereotype is kind of like just loud, She's loud boisterous and drunk. yeah yep. party girl uh mm. the the attendant uh, at the gas station who we later learn is one of the accomplice killers is a big guy with like a missing eye mm -hmm. his right th the effect that looks like a gaussian blur premiere oh, yeah effect it, just like it, it looks, looks so like they funny. just did it in post just like blurred his eye i was like wait i feel like i'm, I'm censoring for youtube with that right there <laughs> oh man then uh the gas station uh Shnika runs into uh clifton, clifton who i wrote in my i'm i'm dying my notes i i did accidentally at first with a heart next to it right carlton <laughs> Yes. yes. So that, I thought he was adorable. Yes. I just wrote his name totally wrong, like everyone else does, which is very funny. Yeah, the characters keep calling him Carlton, obviously a uh, reference to Fresh Prince. An android using King. We are an Android household, oh, and we were dying at all of that. The iPhone and Am so Android relatable. jokes were so funny. I love, I love how um, how Shanika was just like, no, it's not. You're just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, like, like, and it's okay to be wrong. And, well, that's another thing that people were like, well, that spoiled the killer because apparently villains can't use iPhones in movies. <gasps> oh, my God. You're right. Yeah. Apple doesn't allow oh, that. Right. That's so, I didn't even put that so together. So he has an Android. He's everyone else has an iPhone because he's so asking funny. if everyone has a charger and everyone's like, so no. Funny. That's incredibly yeah. so, funny. Again, they don't take too many efforts to hide because the other thing right. is like he's like oh are you going to the reunion and she says yeah but in but the no opening one, like knew he was invited yeah in or... the opening scene they mentioned there's going to be all eight of us but right. with the two characters from the opening and then everyone else we meet there's nine and everyone's like cliff i haven't seen you in forever who invited like so clearly yeah. he's he not know, meant they to didn't be even there. remember him yeah, yeah. he <laughs> says call, morgan call him carlton morgan invited him 
conveniently, Morgan is not there to say. Yeah, she and did he work. says that she sent him an evite, which I understand would not be uh, likely. No. It's straight up. It's straight up a text message for sure. It's like, yo, we're 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 doing this thing. It's a shindig, whatever. Come on through. Slide through, and it, it's, it's usually it's usually bring your own bottles, which is why we have Shanika get, grabbing her own stuff. Oh yeah, so it's usually BYOB. So it's always and, yeah, and she's grabbing wrap <laughs> snacks, which I thought was a joke. Yes. I'm so I'm I sorry. Did not no, that's realize that was yeah. a real fucking thing. That's a real thing. Wrap yeah. snacks, but they're really hard to find, which is why it made it even funnier. Yeah, and the fact like that so they were so in this hick so ass gas station, yeah, like who made it even those? funnier. <laughs> I almost wonder if it went deep enough to where like did did. I'm like, I'm going to call him Carlton at Clifton. Clifton. If he was like, he arranged Plotting it. Plotting that. Right. You know? Yeah, maybe. I, I feel like he did. Like, I feel like all of this was a ploy. Mm-hmm. Like, he just, the fact that he was there the exact same time as she was there. Like, I feel yeah. like he knew all of their steps before they were even making those steps. So, yeah. H- have you had wrap snacks? I have. What's the yeah, best flavor? Because uh, I saw there's so many. I've only had one. Okay. Wait, I need to like. It look- was It was fine. Okay. Fine. Are each yeah, of them yeah, like a was... specific person? I think so, right? No yeah. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Each, each of them, each flavor is like based okay, off of flavors. that person. <laughs> they also have like sodas too. What? Yeah. There's, there's, it's not like from Wrap Snacks, but it's like, it's, it's, a, it's a soda brand too. And uh, God, I'm blanking out what the name is. Oh, but shit. yeah, it's, uh, yeah, they're Cardi very, B. they kind of remind you of like Jones. Okay. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. soda. So like they're, they're like very sweet. They're all glass bottles. Nice. Super colorful. And it looks like you shouldn't be consuming it. Mm-hmm. But like <laughs> it pretty much is like Kool-Aid in a bottle. Much. <laughs> yeah, King's yeah. Kool-Aid. Oh my god. Carbonated They've been Kool-Aid around since nineteen ninety four. Oh shit. Okay. Rap snacks are like they're yeah, they're that era a lot more popular right. now. Um I'm but they were up made flavors. They were made in like North Carolina. Um the owner used to I think his name is like they used to call him Fly. I think his name's like James, James Lindsay or something. Hmm. But um, they, I think it was, I think his name was Fly. But he used to be like hanging out with like Master P. And I literally like, am looking at Master like, P's platinum yeah. barbecue chips <laughs> yeah. right now. Like he used to hang out all those guys. So like he, you know, like he was just always around and he made, he made rap snacks. And it would Southern, just be kind of like little brand deals. <laughs> Southern crunk barbecue sounds fantastic i think oh, that's the one i had because i really like barbecue chips oh yeah <laughs> i kind of want to order like yeah. a box of these right like <laughs> you have to you have Lil, to they're, they're Lil really, romeo really had some <laughs> that would have been a very specific year oh wait yeah. no i'm sorry he was romeo at this point he i was gonna say Lil. he dropped that yeah. he dropped it yeah. at, at one point he dropped yeah. that little at that point yeah mm-hmm. I, who knows because uh, romeo romeo has them right <laughs> but yeah because there's interesting flavors like one is like uh salt good. vinegar barbecue and honey all and in one all in one. Oh shit yeah okay. and i think i think it's actually a, it's actually kind of funny because they call the on the side of it it says and more but like <laughs> what's the end more <laughs> but uh, the rapper Coriander. on it is, is little baby if you want to look that one up oh, <laughs> okay rick ross sweet chili lemon pepper sounds great that does sound great that one sounds really good yeah Yeah. so clifton obviously they're calling him carlton like carlton banks and fresh prince another black character who was always like accused nerd, of being too right? white and yeah. Nerdy. yeah and then he he his appearance is very urkely uh yeah uh, Very Steve like, Urkel. He's got like yep. the mannerisms of Urkel. Yeah, he's like he's like his, the, his he's chin's squinting. tilted up. He's kind of squinting, and then he kind of has like and a, a kind of has that little little lip pout thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's definitely the most cartoonish character out of this 
cast. I love him. Yeah. Uh, I he, think he's wonderful. I, I remember in the trailers thinking he's that he was favorite. too much because they do the, he's like, I vote for Trump twice. And uh, that that didn't land for me in the trailers. In, in the movie. In context, it makes It's better. And then he follows it up because, spoiler, he's the one who they vote on to be the blackest and sacrifice. And as he's leaving his little all lives matter. I laughed so hard. And again, it was that one where I felt like, like I was the only one. That felt like such a forbidden laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was very funny. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they get to the cabin and they find King there uh, already mm-hmm. having trouble with the ranger played by Diedrich Bader. Yeah, B. White. B. White. <laughs> who's just making sure that King's supposed to be there. You know, one of those situations. Yeah. Very much a get out moment at the end. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it was just mm-hmm. like, ah, like, oh, here we go. Starting yeah. off with some bullshit. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then King's brought along, uh, is it Namdi? Namdi, yeah. yeah. Who uh, was Lisa's college boyfriend who cheated on her. And they keep saying this, like, oh, he cheated on her in college. And it, it started making me, like, I was, like, getting worried. I was, like, are all these people, like, younger than us? No, they're no, all older than us. They're, they're all they're a, older. our age or a couple years older. So yeah. they're holding a grudge on that. Although, you know, I guess I get it. it sure, yeah. Sure. If they were in, like, a serious relationship. Yeah, That's but it has been, like, right. almost 20 years. And he yeah. claims to Well, it have... sounds like it was on and off, too. Oh, that's true, yeah. Yeah. But I love the conversation he has with King where he uh, claims to have changed and is a new man. And King's like... You say this every two years, and like he even like he even like does uh, he says a line with him that he predicts he's gonna do. It's that, so good. What is uh, Namdi tells King? That he's like you're he's, you're falls deep in the sunken place. Oh yeah, that reference. And he's like and he's like I love it. Like, yeah, he loves it. Yeah, because King is uh, apparently had like a more gangster past. They're talking about, uh, but now is yeah. married to an Armenian woman. Oh, that's yes. right. Yeah, and, and yes. uh, yeah, he says which that. is also an ongoing joke from Charles Gambino, Donald Glover, who has said that uh, every race has a bl- the blackest side of their race, and he said <laughs> white people's race would be Armenian. For Asian girls, it would be Filipino. So that that's where it comes from. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I didn't know that. Nice. It was a very specific, mm-hmm. yeah, right. Thing to choose, so. <laughs> And that's that's the other thing is you know like I said a lot of these jokes I didn't get uh, some of them I wrote down to look up further but like you don't need to get every joke for it to be enjoyable and funny right you know yeah it's, it's still a like funny it, movie just on the character interactions exactly which, yeah even even if the so joke itself fun. is so like deep and in depth and has a bunch of nuance to it but it's just so simplified for like black people mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's and, and here's the thing though like not every black person has grown up like this right like not every black person has had the exact same experience however it's just that one shared experience that we all have is that like we were pretty much brought here against our will but with that in mind the thing that got me was the spades when yeah. we and I know we'll get there, but like the spades was was the thing that like. Well, yeah, we can talk about it now. They're they're about to be playing. Yeah, they're about King to make Kool Aid, which is oh my gosh, the sugary, sugar vodka sugary and Kool-Aid. that's what I said. Also, you could have on the set is the pitcher, <laughs> big, bowl, like, big old pitcher. Yeah, Kool-Aid, like weirdly yeah. translucent yep. Kool Aid because I think there's so much sugar. In I don't it. think there's any water. It's I think not, it's just no. it's the powder and vodka. vodka. It's not and, quite and, the right shade of red because there's so much no. other stuff. in it. It's really yeah. nasty. It was. Yeah, no, the cramps and things like that. Yeah, they get the cramp so later after drinking. Funny. 
<laughs> oh my god that that just it had me absolute in, in stitches mm-hmm. uh and, and even the the whole whole aspect of like now that like we're old like older and, and things mm-hmm. like that like obviously sugar equates to you know diabetes and such too much of it but like black people also being super prone to um getting diabetes especially from like yeah. things like such like this like from our childhood growing up with the stuff that we grew up with but for him to add all that sugar like, oh god <laughs> just poured oh, it now in. that i'm older i'm just like that is nauseating right but as a child that that probably sounds amazing minus the vodka probably but yeah, yeah. but it's so funny like even he doesn't like it like he's passing right? yeah, like, like, oh, yeah but yeah so yeah. so they're playing spades and spades is like a runner and even winds up being a part it's a of, pretty crucial yeah it's part of clifton's motivation yeah. at the end so it's very yeah. funny i didn't know spades is that a, a common game uh among black so, people yeah so okay. it's it's mainly two games that you'll play for black people it's spades and dominoes okay and for dominoes we call them bones so you're either going to play spades or bones spades is a very long game mm-hmm. and a lot and it, i know this movie made it seem like it was very short but it is a very long game and it is really hard to explain there's a lot of math involved so like you have to i'm not going to explain the whole thing but i'll explain a little bit <clears throat> but you have to have like a bid you bid on the number that you feel like you're going to drop down and however many bids you have, let's say you match that bid, then you would times that by 10. It's a very hard game to understand. But if you go for another bid, or let's say you bid five, but in reality, you you drop down six. If you drop down six, then you have a plus bid, which will then turn your score from five times 10 plus one. So you would be 51, which is how you technically are able to win. But it's so much strategy and so much involvement. I fucking hate spades. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate spades. But it is such a like black cultural thing to the point where like I I personally don't even play card games at all anymore. So like I don't I've never wanted to learn how to play poker, Jack Black, none of that. It's just I played spades as a kid growing up, and like if I if I go to the cookout. Yeah, we're we're probably gonna play some some spades, and I'm I'm not I'm not, I'm not saying I'm gonna fuck you up, but my fuck you up. It's I I was reading about it because the the way they were explaining it and the different terminology they used, I was like, this sounds kind of like euchre. Yeah. Um, which is like a very midwestern. Uh, like growing up in Michigan, you probably if you didn't play euchre, your parents did. Uh, especially like I feel like moms love euchre. My mm. mom would have euchre parties all the late the other moms that's cool and it's also like a long game it takes forever but there's the concept of like being able to reneg right yeah if you reneg it just it screws over your partner because you do you partner up in spades too Yep. Okay. They're they're apparently from the same family of card games. You said they were both derived from from the same. Whist, I think, is another card game. Uh, But I was like, okay, I get. I don't know how to play this, but just hearing the term reneg, I was like, okay, yeah, that that'll start some shit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so that that like ends up being a factor for uh, Clifton's motivation because like ten years ago he was playing a game and and reneged and everyone like got on him about it. But I love <laughs> the I think the crux of his motivation that we learn at the end was him feeling excluded black, from this black, black space. Card was revoked. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, yeah. <laughs> which is so funny because they're like, we rag on everyone. It's not a big deal. Uh, it's not like your black card was revoked. And he was like, no, you literally said your black card <laughs> is revoked. And I think it's Lisa is like, yeah, that checks out. I probably said yeah. that. But I, I love that that's the... Um, because the movie discusses it a lot. Like like I said, when they get to the cabin and Namdi's like, oh, look, Allison, there's a picture of you on the wall and it's a zebra. And, and like, it, it's <laughs> that a... That shit was also funny. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's funny. And then, but I know that it can also maybe be like a actual source of, of uh, pain or, you know... Feeling like you don't, you're not enough for exclusion. one world. You don't yeah, exclusion. belong. You yeah. know, it's mm-hmm. it's like not feeling like you belong in either world. Sorry, the dog is climbing all over the <laughs> No, that's totally fine. <laughs> so uh, I love yeah, that that's, yeah. It, it, and, and that's that's a thing too, like, you know, where you you have like people who are, uh, black people who are biracial, um, you know, the Drakes of the world. <laughs> but it's it's always this, this battle for some reason, light skin versus black skin, whatever, mm-hmm. dark skin, whatever. And, um, it's always this battle of who can be the blackest, who can always be the blackest. And and I felt for her character for sure, because I, I always have been called the Oreo, like when I was growing up and things like that. And, and I was like, well, fuck you. I love Oreos. But uh, <laughs> but it, it, it has this depiction that definitely travels with you. Like you don't forget it. And yeah. you you always feel like you're trying to prove yourself in a black space when you come to that. And I always thought that like when I pictured um, Allison, I always pictured her to in some ways kind of have like like daddy issues, but not not in the sense of, oh, I hate my father. It's just more so like the fact that he was just white, mm-hmm. you know, and and she because it's it's always this concept. And um, there's actually a great interview by Rashida Jones um, when she talks mm-hmm. about, you know, dealing with her blackness and things like that, because a lot of people don't know that she's black. Yeah, that her she's father's Quincy father. Jones, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so with with that, she identifies just strictly as black, and that 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 is always kind of how I feel like a lot of biracial people do feel in these spaces where it's just like I need to I need to pick a side. I need to pick am I black or am I white or like whatever. I'm never biracial. I'm just I'm I'm black or I'm right or, or I'm white. Um, and it's 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 shitty. It is yeah. shitty. Like it, it is something that that I, I definitely um, wish people just kind of chilled out on for sure. Because a, a lot of my people are a lot. Of, well, they are my people, but a lot <laughs> of my family members um, are light skinned Like my grandmother, for example, she's light skinned with uh, with blue eyes, mm-hmm. and she very oh, wow. much passed as a as a white girl in um, Louisiana in the in the 30s. So she, but got like the shit end of the stick from both sides where mm-hmm. she had to deal with like white people with racism because mm-hmm. they knew she was black. I mean, her hair was a dead giveaway, mm-hmm. but like, you know, dealing with that. And then also with black people dealing with colorism. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, like, it's just all these different aspects where you do feel that, that little slight tinge of hatred for you just being a little bit lighter skinned than that person for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And when you said like that, they feel the need to choose. I mean, uh, I mean, historically people were, Forced, forced to, to choose because well. if you're if you're yeah. a mixed uh person in what... a white space you're the black person well in that yeah space. and even right. like legally you don't get to legally that. too like oh like the uh what the one for, drop yeah, theory for or like whatever. the census and pretty much it's you know i think i forget what it gets into like really weird like racist math where it's like <laughs> if your great 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 grandparent was black 
that's enough blood for you to count as black kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that, that, like, that's what I love about this movie is that it like engages in those conversations and stuff, but it's Mm -hmm. still fucking hilarious the whole way through. Right. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Like it's, it's very unapologetic for mm -hmm. sure. It's, it's so good. And, like, I just know that there are, are going to be people com- people complaining about, like, oh, everything's got to be about race. It's like it, everything kind of is about race right, right. from yeah. certain people's Whether experiences. You like it or not. Yeah. yeah. Like, they didn't choose that. But it's it doesn't mean the movie is, like, bad or not funny. Like, this is so right. fucking right. hilarious. Exactly. It's a funny way to yeah. engage. I mean, it. like, one of the best examples of that just is the very ending, which is a very funny scene, but it's all of them realizing, <laughs> yeah. like, we can't just call the cops. Yeah, they're like, what should we right. do now? Call the cops so and they just bad, laugh. Yeah. You know? And it's like, it's funny, but also it's like, yeah, everything is about race and politics because everything is about race and politics. Mm. <laughs> like, it's just how it is, you yep. know? Then they call the, much. the fire department and the last shot is all of them getting hosed. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so, it's so morbid, but it's very fucking funny. That, that's a that scary movie moment. It the the yeah, burst sure. of water, just yeah. like all of them flying off screen. That's the other thing is uh, I love that everyone survives. Like, yeah. I wasn't ready for any of these characters to die and they all make it. I think like a worse version of this movie is like all of them getting killed off one by one. And then mm-hmm. that's just not fun. And it maybe mm-hmm. would feel a bit gratuitous and kind of ick. Yeah. Cause like, yeah. It, who do you, cho- how do you choose who survives? Exactly. There's not really yeah. a main, main character. I didn't get I would sense. argue. No. I would argue, argue Lisa. Lisa. Lisa, maybe. Yeah. 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 Would be like the most final girl. Cause she just had the most scenes. And yeah. she has the, the most, like she has the ex boyfriend. She has the, the best friend with the, Dwayne. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, she feels the most main character to me. But it's it's not super. She's not like head and shoulders above everyone else. It feels very ensemble, which is great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, they find the game room that was found in the opening, and uh, they also find the racist game and assume that it was set up by Morgan and yeah, Jay Farrow. Some weird Juneteenth activity. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they start getting questions, and this was maybe my I favorite part of the movie. I could have them do trivia this whole movie. So, there could have yeah. been no plot I, after I was writing down every question. So the first Easily. one, they're very easy questions at first. The first one is, who is Sojourner Truth? And that, it's a multiple choice question. Yeah, who, and the first one is like, a, yeah, like, activist, abolition, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, B, uh, Harriet Tubman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the <laughs> options was just Harriet Tubman. <laughs> <laughs> so you know they get that right the second question was about uh dark aunt viv and how many seasons on fresh prince did she play until she was replaced i wasn't right. sure i i was guessing I was season three right yeah she was there for three seasons they say and that, yeah. that's right so i was like i named I, it i said four i, I was like I it's was, two to four close. it's in that range so but i was doing the same exact like thing in my head that they were doing in the film as well where they were like they're like okay well little nikki was born and then that's when they did the switch and i was yeah. doing the same thing i was like all right so little nikki it was <laughs> so it, it was just it it very much was all in par and i i, I was i was close i was one season off <laughs> uh three was the NAACP the what does that stand, stand for oh yep fucking god that was so funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's funny which characters like know these things and which don't yeah and i forget what the fake 
acronym. It was gave. something about Applebee's. Yeah. <laughs> it, I oh, can't yeah, I forgot remember. that it was also multiple times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was something about Applebee's. But yeah, it, it was. Clifton answered that one like super nonchalantly. Mm. <laughs> the fourth was about the Black National Anthem, which I wasn't aware of until 2020 when that became mm. more mm-hmm. prominent. But it's been around mm-hmm. since like 1911. Uh, yeah, but it's been lift every voice and sing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I listened to you it a little hear bit. It. Every every Sunday dinner. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I know that there was an attempt to make it the national hymn of the country. Did that mm-hmm. uh, was that successful or? I don't think so. Oh, because yeah, like, at least at least I'm not too sure. Uh, it's, it's a good hymn. Like I, I put I was listening to it when I was like reading over my my notes and I was and then, like Allison like sings it and like hits that high note. I was like, yeah, this is great. This is good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wikipedia. If you look it up, there's a recording of like the U.S. Navy. Oh, uh, cool. from 2021 like performing it. it's like oh yeah this is, this is good <laughs> on the subject of songs the board game keeps playing camp town races as it mm-hmm. uh, oh i didn't as, even catch that yeah so camp that town has races, a minstrel that history, is a minstrel right? song yeah yeah mm-hmm. that was written in 1850 by stephen foster who also wrote oh Susanna and my old kentucky home oh, which no. mad men fans will know was performed by roger sterling in blackface on that show for his wife uh, right yeah so like it is it is this minstrel song like wow, background I didn't even realize that yeah um a shocking <sighs> amount of like songs that you know as classics have their origins as like minstrel. oh yeah like do you know what do you know what christmas song began as a uh a song originally performed in blackface a classic christmas song Please not. I'm dreaming of a white christmas it's not i'm dreaming of a white christmas bing let me let me Google to make sure because so a couple years ago when it was like deep COVID, a few of us had COVID Christmas and I put together Christmas trivia and this was one of the questions. That's right. Oh, I'm, I'm double checking to make to make the sure. The best I'm- was the slide with a whole bunch of guys with white beards and we had to name which were Santa Clauses and which were. Uh, wait, there were three of them that weren't <laughs> Santa Claus. They had to pick the three that weren't oh, Santa right. Claus and tell me what they all had in common. And, and they were anarchists. they were all famous anarchists. Yeah, it was so. Funny. Oh shit! That's, yeah, we were we were going good. through of like, is that a Santa? I think that's a Santa. <laughs> okay, apparently, uh, it, it wasn't the song I'm thinking of. But uh, White Christmas was at some points performed in blackface, so mm. that's um, not great. Oh, but, oh man. Um, Jingle Bells. Uh, no. That's has, the first one that popped into my head. Yeah. Has some, uh, yeah but I didn't know. <laughs> yes, has some uh, sketchy history if mm. you want to Google it. Yeah. Uh, anyway. C- Camp Town Race is also a song uh, whistled prominently in the Stepfather trilogy, which is a is. great horror trilogy. And it, it, mm-hmm. it even gives away his identity in one of them. It does. Uh, yeah. yeah. That, that, I fucking love that trilogy. Is it still Terry O'Quinn at that point? Yes. Yeah, I think yeah. it is Terry O'Quinn. But then his the replacement thing, right? in the third one still oh. whistles it. Like He whistles oh, okay. in all three of them. So, yeah. Oh, man. I fucking love hmm. those movies. Yeah. What are the other? There's like a Nas song where it's like Nas math. Yeah. The questions. <laughs> oh yeah, that's one of the questions. Uh, Black actors who appeared on Friends. That yeah. Well, th- there's that. like a kind of a. It gets to montage point. One of them we only see the answer, and part of the answer is swag and gas mask. I don't know yes. if that's. It, uh, I have is no that, idea what that. Okay. Was about. I just think that was them just just mad li- at living. Maybe at that yeah like, yeah. What? But I also wouldn't be surprised if like 
if you could That's some super reverse obscure. engineer what the question sure would be. You could. Yeah. If, Je- if you could Jeopardy style, like what? The- yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but the question they get hung up on is name five black actors who appeared on Friends. Which this was uh, this was so, so great. funny. They, I think Craig like- Robinson's the first one they name. Uh, Aisha Taylor, Taylor was the first oh, yeah, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but it Which is funny as hell because I never watched Friends until I started dating my wife. Okay. And <laughs> okay. Uh, I have now seen the whole entire series of oh, Friends. Oh, wow. And I, I still couldn't name this question. Um, <laughs> but it was funny because, like, every single time she would put it on and be like, this is just a ripoff of Living Single. Yeah. She has no idea what that is. <laughs> I didn't and know. I, yeah, I felt bad. <laughs> Which is fair. It's like it, it. It definitely was a time. Like if you if you watched BET, yes, you probably like are going to know what Living Single is. But like that, it was Living Single, Martin, and like that. That was just like watch the Martin. Kind of watch. I know Martin. Yeah, uh, and and obviously a Jamie Foxx show and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So like it was around that that span. But it was in that time when there was in the in the 90s there was so many of these. There were rom coms mm-hmm. that were just all black led casted rom coms, and there were so many of them that it was just a thing and to the point where they just we don't have them anymore so like this kind of felt like it was bringing that back in a way even though it wasn't a rom-com it was just like that all black ensemble yeah but um because that's where idris alba that's like where i know idris alba completely from living from. single he's from he's not from living single oh, okay but he's he's from um i think like how Stella got your group back. I think he's in there but like oh, wow. he's, he's in oh. all that stuff okay <laughs> like, so it's it's funny and now when I found out he was British, it, it blew my fucking mind. I bet. But living single, definitely, it was the first Friends. It literally plot for plot is damn near wow. exactly because it premiered in '93 and Friends was '94, right? And Correct. living single yes. was '93 to '98. I looked this up, and uh, mm-hmm. Queen, it, it's like four, or it might be more, but there were four on the cover I saw. Uh, like black women or friends living in New York, uh, mm-hmm. it looked like their jobs were more. Uh, high end than the friends jobs. They were like yep. attorneys and stuff. But Queen Latifah is one of the the okay. stars of it. Did so, they have yes. a similarly uh, cavernous apartment that they all lived in together? Where <laughs> <laughs> there's no way they could have afforded it. <laughs> they they did. Yeah, uh, like Queen Latifah's character. She was. Um, I had to look it up just now just to make sure I was right. She graduated from Howard University. Okay, which mm-hmm. we have we have the reference in here as well. Um, where, oh, I didn't catch uh, it. Lisa, Lisa, I believe, um, had a Howard uh, University reference. Or no, Allison, I think, was a Howard University reference uh, okay. or something. Okay. Um, but we have we have her, uh, Kim Fields, uh, who played uh, Regine. She was the main roommate of uh, Sinclair, who was played by Kim Coles. But she was the main roommate of her. But she was Queen Latifah, who played uh, Kadisha. Um, she was her cousin in okay. Living Single. So like they all just had like this kind of like main thing, but it very much was two of them living together. So kind of like Rachel Monica, mm-hmm. um, two of them living together and then everyone else kind of had their own kind of like separate apartments. But the the men will always come over to uh, <laughs> to uh, Regine's place pretty much. So that's that Sounds was like, like the friends, main yeah. convenient, convenient stop. So it was, it was friends. Yeah, pretty much living single. So somewhat I did see an interview where they actually explained the history as to how friends got picked up in the first place. And it had something to do with the producer actually seeing was on set with Lemon Single. Oh wow. And 
kind of just took the it was idea. like i know how to market this to more people <laughs> exactly. make a boy <laughs> uh I'm, I'm glad i had a good run on though you know 93 98 five seasons yeah, yeah for sure how old were either of you or did you believe this at all when you realized queen latifah like queen is her name i didn't know that yeah. I thought that oh, was like yeah. a moniker. Oh shit! No, yeah, no, that's her. It's like how your prince. Name. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I just, exactly. I just wow. thought yeah. it was like royal. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. When you're a little kid, well, I did not know that. Wow. <laughs> I just, yeah. you know, that's awesome. I, yeah. I think I think she ended up changing her name to Queen Latifah, but I think her name was actually Dana. Before oh, that. Mm. yeah. Okay. But but she but did she did eventually. Yeah, okay. I think her name is legally Queen Latifah now. But yeah, I think her name went. Uh, was Dana when yeah, before I like that. Queen Latifah. She seems nice. Me too. Yeah, she's in she Chicago. Does. She's in yeah. Chicago, yeah. and she's very good in that. Mm-hmm. They do their best to name five actors. Uh, I don't know if they get to five or if all the five that they name and are it's accurate. It's a trick question. Yeah, the correct they answer was, I didn't watch Friends. I watched Living Single. So. <laughs> yeah. And that's when they're like, okay, uh, it's revealed that now Morgan's going to die because it's re- like it's, it's Yeah, it's like on a TV. It's on a very TV. It's very, saw-like. very saw. Mm-hmm. But I love they try and scalp her, but it's a wig. Yeah. It's a, oh, <laughs> and she makes a break for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we glue I can have on set. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> keep a, yeah, keep a list of things. Now uh, it's getting into full kind of like horror action. Yeah, Namdi's shooting sideways with the gun that uh, that King, in fact, had. <laughs> even though he said he wasn't packing, he did go and get a gun. Namdi's shooting sideways and then I think Clifton, Clifton. like turns it upright. Yeah. <laughs> so they're all, yeah, they're all trying to figure out, okay, who could be doing this to us? Because they see the they at this point they think just like one guy and it's a guy in a very offensive mask oh yeah it's like a blackface mask Uh, it's like blackface the fiend (laughs) it kind of is yeah Yeah. and i saw other people notice that the mask does have like a crooked smile uh Mm -hmm. foreshadowing that clifton is behind Mm -hmm. all this it's the same kind of like uh thing that he's doing with his mouth and king gets shot with a crossbow bolt and then Allison like pulls it out and accidentally it stabs, stabs herself, herself, which is so, it's so good. And that's then some... King gets shot in like the same spot. With there are some like three stooges like slapstick going on in this, and yeah. I appreciate it a lot. But now that I know was like the only parts where I was just like, okay, like I could see the scary movie, yeah, stuff. Uh-huh. Or, like, or like the Wayne's Brothers, like mm-hmm. for influences. sure, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, very um, like, oh, we hit a boot. Where's the foot? Kind of. <laughs> uh, so they're all trying to think, okay, like, are there any white people who would want to kill us? And I think, who says it? Allison? Yeah. Says, like. It could be anyone. It could be anyone. There was some white guy on Twitter who threatened to kill me last week <laughs> when I said that the O'Reilly's Auto Parts theme song was more culturally significant than the national anthem. And then they all sing the O'Reilly no, song. I think, is it Dwayne who, like, starts it? Oh, yeah, Dwayne. Oh, he, like, he really, he sings it, <laughs> yeah. too. Uh, He's, yeah, and, he, uh, yeah, he gets into it. Our, did your theater <laughs> sing along? Because ours certainly did. I did, and I thought I was gonna get kicked out because people were staring at. <laughs> were it. you at a draft house? Were you at an Alamo draft house? No, they were oh, playing yeah. it at the draft house, and I was, I was so like, I was offended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I went to uh, Regal, and like, okay. I was yeah, thinking okay. everyone was gonna sing along because it was just like, how can you not? Yeah. yeah. It's like it's the best jingle ever. Yeah. <laughs> how can you not? Oh. But oh, yeah, people oh, started staring oh, at me, and I was like, Riley. oh, okay. auto, auto parts. parts. <laughs> My favorite was the kids next to us all doing the ow at the end. Yeah. It, you have to. It we should have seen this at the North Hollywood Cinemark. 
Yes, we should have. Fuck. That's a that rowdy an, theater. That's a rowdy that's theater. That's a fun one. That great. has good crowds yeah. uh, if you live in the area. Because it's like staffed by teens as a movie theater <laughs> should like be. Yeah. Like teens who kind of care, but not really. We just had to get our, our A-list Teens, ha- Yeah, that's how you know it's going to be a fun time at the movies yeah. for sure. So uh, now it, uh, the board game tells them that they have to decide up. Who among them is the blackest? Because they'll die first. Because they, yeah, they have so to sacrifice this is the con- And, you know, this is uh, relevant to, like, the ultimate motivation of Clifton. It's like, it's like, how black are you? Like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, but you were saying it's often the conversation is kind of like trying to claim being the blackest, which I feel yep. is is usually Not the trying case. trying to get rid of it. And so this, <laughs> it's flipped on its head and everyone's like, no, no, no. And, like, Namdi, I love the because he's, like, African. So they say he's original packaging black. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was that was so gold. And what what makes this also even funnier is the fact that like if the whole concept of like trying to, you know, have your black card, you're usually trying to do this in front of other black people. Mm -hmm. However, like if you're faced with like someone of authority, then you're trying to, you Mm. know, like you'll change an octave in your voice, maybe or Mm -hmm. like, you know, you'll you'll make sure your hands are present and, and like you're trying to make your seem you make yourself not seem as black yeah <laughs> whatever that means and it's it's this concept here is pretty much how i saw that where i was just like like yeah we've all been there we've all been there where we've had to try to tone down our blackness whether it be in a place where you work or whether it be in a place where uh there is someone of, of authority of, or whatever of the law or whatever um you've always been in a situation where you've had to uh, in a way kind of uh code switch but like deconstruct code switching and that's pretty much what they were doing. They were just deconstructing their code switch, where it's just like, I'm from Oakland. Like, well, Namdi was just like, like, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, that somehow makes it worse. Like, <laughs> but it's it's these things where this is how that kind of felt like they were in this process of just kind of deconstructing their blackness, but also trying to hold a little piece of it, like a little sliver, letting them like, like, no, I'm black, but I'm not black, black. I'm not that black. Yeah. You know, so it's, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's interesting. The concept of Clifton is very much like a lot of unseen black people. Like before you get to the Republican stuff and things like that, like, like there's a lot of like pieces of myself that I saw in Clifton. And I know like pieces of my family members would see in in Clifton that they would see in themselves Mm -hmm. where Clifton is very much like the black guy who's always tried to fit in with other black people. Mm-hmm. And you just weren't um, that quite black enough, even though you have the same black skin and things like that. And you're going to be treated the exact same way from people who aren't black that see you kind of thing. It's that concept of where every single one of them had a piece of Clifton inside of them as well. Mm-hmm. Like there was always that little piece of them going through that, that deconstruction of them saying who is the blackest and who's not the blackest. All of those all of those things felt like it was a piece of personalities that Clifton has always had to battle in order to show his blackness. And it was I don't know. I thought it was just really interesting because you could also kind of tell as well that Clifton might also uh, was uh, probably grown up, grown up from a very stable household and, and things like that when. I'm glad they didn't add any of those types of jokes in there. Yeah. I thought that oh, would have sure. been a little distasteful, mm-hmm. um, but I'm glad they didn't add any of those. But you can tell that that was the character that Clifton was ought to, ought to be. Yeah. Much. Yeah. Like he was probably the black friend in a group of like white friends. 
Exactly. Like in a suburb. Yes. Well, and yeah. you think like maybe he's also kind of modeled after, I mean, we all thought of like these sitcom characters too. And he's like, mm-hmm. those were very popular sitcoms. They're very wholesome, easy to digest families for like white audiences mm-hmm. too. I think there's right. a Fresh Prince, like family, family matters, matters, Cosby show. Mm-hmm. You know. They're very, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's the, you know, married to a white woman line. And then uh, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, that Dwayne had to have that conversation about being a, a gay black man. Because mm. uh, yeah. he was like, my my dad said that gay ne- or being gay is like uh, whiteness wrapped up. With, uh, yeah. it's something, about dicks. something about dicks. Some, yeah, something about dicks. Yeah, whiteness wrapped in dicks or something like that. Yeah. yeah. But I, because I know <laughs> that that can also be a, a difficult uh oh that's hard yeah place that, to be that, that's yeah. a tough one especially right. in the black community too like that yeah. like you know being gay and being black um that was a hard pill because then you you're really not accepted by your own kind right away and and mm-hmm. and especially to the point where um you know like you try to go out to a club or something like that and then like maybe you go with like some of your homegirls or whatever and then they bring their one gay friend like it, it's always like this weird thing that some black people would do um, where it would be frowned upon if like you were like fraternizing with them when in reality it's just like I really actually think this person's really cool mm. I don't know why I'm even acting this way towards them mm-hmm. but that 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 was huge when my brother came out um, that he was gay like m- a lot of my family members didn't accept it but immediately like our immediate family were just like we knew you were gay since you were like 12. Like, yeah. so, like we're glad that you told us, but like we we knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very much knew. But it's uh it was something that I think for a lot of black families that are trying to, you know, though even the way that like how uh Dwayne's father would like mention that that's a very passive thing for him to say like where it's just like well you're you're just pretty much white wrapped with dicks like it's just well it's just like well why yeah well, why is that <laughs> you know like, yeah. yeah why why can't a black would, person be gay and still black you know right, right. like yeah. i would have accepted gladly black was just wrapped with dicks like it's just like, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> i would have gladly accepted <laughs> So yeah, they uh they sacrifice Clifton and now basically it goes to sudden death where it's Yeah, they see Clifton on a monitor get shot in the chest and dragged away. Yeah. And like yeah. I clocked that too. I was like, well that wasn't a kill. I'm I'm no I've learned. Yeah. They're basically they're given time to either like run outside or they can hide in the Yeah, house they they do the and... like I hate to say this, but we gotta split, yeah, split up, up thing. Uh I think Allison winds up on Adderall by accident because uh Shanika so gives great. her them thinking that they're pain pills Mm -hmm. and she's got like little (laughs) chemistry like diagrams (laughs) yeah 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 this is probably the part of the movie that uh was the slowest for me or like i think it it lulled around this point just the action the splitting up the uh shanika's trying to swim across that lake and getting shot at i do love when king jumps down from the tree onto a kill the killer and starts fighting him (laughs) And then the killer just takes like this oh huge swing. And King, like, oh, shit, King, you can't fight. Yeah. <laughs> King has been shot with crossbow bolts, but he's like, oh, oh, you can't fight. And it's, it's, it I'm like, so I'm like funny. learning the, the basics of punching and kicking through my personal trainer. And like, 
I, I don't know how to fight. And now I'm starting to learn. And so it was really funny for this guy just like <laughs> telegraphing these shots and just keep being like, oh, oh, you can't fight. And just beats his ass. It was so funny. It is hilarious how when they get their hands on these dudes, holy fuck, they beat the shit out of them. Yeah. My God, they done. are super yeah. dead. <laughs> yeah. By the end of this movie. Yeah, that was uh, the the one-eyed gas station yeah, they, attendant. Yeah, they, they also realize them. there's more than one of them. Based on his shoes. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah, so this this was some references that I wrote down to look up. Uh, at one point, it's maybe when they're splitting up, uh, one of the characters tells the other, you are my sister, my strength, my pride. And so that is uh, from a Brandy song, it's Missing You, song. which is yeah. from the 1996 film set it off which is yep. a, a a crime film starring jada pinkett and uh queen Vivica a. fox and queen latifah that again great. yeah that, like that's it i want to watch that movie so fucking good and yeah it looked like <laughs> I, the soundtrack, I very much would love for you both to watch that movie. <laughs> yeah the soundtrack had a lot of hits including missing you it has a bone thug song which mm-hmm. i'm a yep. huge bone thugs fan but yeah this song is yeah brandy uh gladys knight shaka khan oh, cool. and uh Tamia, Tamia. I'm not sure how to pronounce Tamia. her name, but yeah. yeah Tamia. Okay. So yeah, that I was like, I I I had never fucking heard of this song or these yeah. lyrics, and for it to be like a specific reference <laughs> is so great. Yeah, it, it's it, it it was great. Everyone and also everyone in my theater didn't react to that as well, and I was just mm-hmm. like, I I wanted to clap. I was like, fuck, that's a clapping moment. Like, yeah. <laughs> like set it off, you know? Like, oh. oh man. But yeah, it's it it. If you, once you both watch Set It Off, you will very much understand. <laughs> <laughs> you should definitely watch it. And then, especially yeah. the ending of Set It Off, because that's when they that's when they say. That. Oh, okay. But, yeah. And then, yeah, the another time uh, the characters say to each other, "If you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere, stand up and pay attention." So I wrote that down because I didn't know that is a song from Sister Act Two. <laughs> uh, it is Sister that Act Two. song fucking rips. I've listened to yep. it Dude, the a Sister bunch Act already. Soundtracks. <laughs> so good. yeah that song is dope because like missing you i i put on i was like okay this is kind of like slower r&b it's not really my jam like uh pay attention that has <laughs> that that's my speed of like a song i fucking love that thing so, so much rhythm to it too yeah <laughs> it just feels very early 90s like r&b kind of i fucking love it that's good stuff so good so thank you movie for introducing me to things mm-hmm. <laughs> oh i think we we skipped over Diedrich bader them finding him again and him oh, that's right when he shows up and, and he's he like says, no, no, no. i'm one of the good ones and, and then he's like, the, he's like they always say that yeah, <laughs> yeah. that makes it worse and the funniest <laughs> fucking thing it was like if I were invited to the cookout, I would be honored, but I would not attend. And they're like, why not? He's like, because I wouldn't want to make you uncomfortable in your own space. And, just like, and they're like, damn, that's a good answer. It's, <laughs> it's so fucking funny. That character's so great. And they still ultimately, they can't trust him. Yeah. Right? Like they, the, the the shot of all three of them, like picking their weapons back up <laughs> after he leaves. Great physical comedy. That felt, I that I could also see that's a little bit of like the scary, scary movie, movie style, yeah. mm-hmm. like physical comedy. Well, Dwayne uh, mentioned Scream and Scary Movie as being big influence. Okay. So, oh yeah, uh, but they find one of the masks in the sheriff's car, and mm-hmm. I mean, we learn by the end, like, okay, he did genuinely find it in the woods. Yeah, he's like, I know this is gonna be hard <laughs> to explain, so bad. <laughs> but but yeah, he gets killed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess yeah, we can go into like the ending. Uh, uh, do we think that feeling a little woozy here is a reference to Scream? It has to be, right? It's it has to be. be. Yeah. <laughs> that it's has to be. be. Yeah. yeah. It was just too spot on to just be like. Come on. Rachel White also <laughs> says, I'll be right back. 
Oh he yeah, Ranger right one for sure. And yep. we knew he was goner then. Um. So yeah, I mean, we get our classic uh, killer reveal monologue, which I always love. Yep. I'm always a fan of this kind of scene. I feel like maybe it could have. I wonder if it could have used a flashback, like a a flashback mm. with them, like kind of like very poorly de-aged kind of. Uh, mm. if that had been fine, because uh, other than them running around a little while outside, this was also the part where like I feel like this maybe went on a little too long for me. The like uh, whole sure. like explaining how I did it, yeah, kind of thing. yeah. Which again, I really like the reasoning behind the motivation and how it plays into the themes and everything, and how Clifton was yeah. excited to meet people like him and then got excluded and and uh that drove him to get drunk after for the he first had, time for the ever. first time ever leave and then he did he hit and kill someone yeah i think he killed someone yeah and so had to go to prison for jail for four years which is like when he, when he said that i thought he was like in an act like where he was gonna drop his like voice me too and, like, me too. His, like i thought his voice was about to get super deep he's gonna I, take off the glasses the, the smile like wasn't kaiser gonna be soze anymore. like or totally. or uh urkel becoming uh what's his name what's his name Ste- his alter ego is it stefan is it stefan it might be stefan i think yeah where yeah, it's like it's that just... actor drops the the urkel and shows like oh wait i'm actually hot <laughs> is that supposed to be Urkel or is it a different character? No, completely? it's it's an alter ego of him that through science yeah. comes out. Oh, it's like a Jekyll and Hyde kind of thing. Yeah, it's more like that. Yeah, yeah. What does that show become? Like, it gets weird. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watched, I think, all of it. TGIF, man. Really? That was appointment viewing, yeah. Oh, and wow. Step by step. Yeah. I always like the one where they go to Disneyland. Yeah, they always mm. had to have a Disneyland. Yeah, if you're an ABC show in the 90s, you're going to Disneyland. You're going to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Full House, I think, too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Modern uh, Family did it, too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Later on, for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the whole thing was like he, they tried to teach him how to play spades and he reneged. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's when they all were really, they all teased him. And yep. he took it real personally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't blame him. Yeah. <laughs> they also find out he, they were, he was only paying like a thousand bucks for all of them. Yes. That was yeah, so $100 funny. each. It's oh like, my God. I love how Dwayne was like, damn, we, that's all we worth? It's <laughs> <laughs> insulting. <laughs> was it a thousand bucks or was it a hundred bucks each? And it it's a hundred bucks. And it yeah. Adds yeah. Up yeah. To like, this is like a thousand bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so good. But yeah, he was like tossing, uh, he tossed what both Sean and Morgan down this like scary well Mm -hmm, in the basement and that's where they end up. Uh, This is the payoff of the the telepathy thing because (laughs) is it Dwayne and Namdi who are trying to plot to like jump him? Like, oh shit, I didn't know we could do it. (laughs) Yeah. And then Clifton's like. I can hear you too. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like I know what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. And he uh, uses the telepathy to tell them that he hears them too. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so good. Yeah. He gets tossed down that well. Yeah. Cause he's <laughs> yeah. threatening to blow up the place with plastic. Oh, that's explosives. right. It's also like yep. loaded with explosive. Like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's all very elaborate. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's that's a- what I'm saying. like, he thought about every single. Outcome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, leave it down to the game pieces. They're all individual to the to people. Them, which yeah. he had the die. He did. So like game he had he's the, the game master. The game master. So. Yep. Uh, the, uh, it's it's called Black Sophie's Choice. <laughs> Black Sophie's <laughs> Choice. Yeah, yeah. So good. And yeah. Then, uh, someone uses the chili powder to to throw his <laughs> eyes really... to, oh, to help blind him. So good. Yeah. <laughs> if you're that's a, that was another thing as well where it it it's also like. 
if you're if you're you're not black enough if you can't handle your spice mm-hmm. kind of thing, which was which was also really funny. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they all make it, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah! uh, Dwayne has said like. I think the the line was the quote was it's giving franchise so I'm, I'm sure <laughs> he would like to make more oh good so. oh my god this movie also is just very much you can tell it's like it is very much of, made by a fan of just movies and yeah. TV in general which is so just amazing yeah <laughs> yeah it's... you can feel how much fun it was to make this and oh yeah that's just enjoyable in and of itself yeah there, there are moments where i'm like either maybe that's a little too goofy for me or like maybe that's a little too convenient but like overall it's so fun yeah it, like it doesn't yeah. those things don't matter because like in in the you zoom out it's like i had a fun 90 minutes at the movies i yep. laughed a lot at this mm-hmm. horror comedy which is what i wanted mm-hmm. like, it was great and I've learned some. I love every moment. <laughs> That's the beautiful part. See, like all of this laughter and joy that we're all feeling, yet we still learn things. Yeah. That's like that's that was awesome. Like I, I love that um that context about it the most, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, there's something special about a movie that like introduces people to other movies by explicitly yeah. referencing them. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I mean, that's I mean, how that was you... Scream. That was yeah, yeah. how I learned about so many horror movies mm-hmm. was through Scream. And uh, yeah. this is how I can learn about some movies that I didn't watch growing up because, you know, I don't think my family would have uh, rented Set It Off. We did We did have... Uh, uh, Which is understandable. <laughs> we did We did have Sister Act and Sister Act 2. So we I've had seen Sister those Act movies. As well. I don't think I I've seen Sister Act 2. Yeah, yeah. I would. We it, were it, a uh, in living color household. We yeah. had all the all oh, the yeah. episodes on DVD, uh, and I, I mean, loved that show. How can you not? It's it's such it's a great so show. It's so good. Such a great show. I mean, with uh, with set it off and things like that. Like it, those are very much like a staple black household thing because it's uh, it it feels like it. It wouldn't surprise me as your parents wouldn't get you those films. One, they're like. They're not for children. Like, like <laughs> sure, I shouldn't yeah. have even been watching them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, they're set it off. You have Menace to Society, mm-hmm. um, uh, Juice. Juice we watched recently. I and fucking I loved rules. Juice. I had never seen it. Yeah. Um, I mean, Tupac was an amazing villain. Oh Holy my, shit. he's incredible. It becomes a horror movie. He, it literally it is. He is like a human never shark the wake in scene. that movie. Never yeah. forget that wake scene. But like, yeah, he is. Oh my god, god the wake that is the most like oh. creepy like oh he's just such an asshole it's so great oh, and it also like god. ernest dickerson it that movie looks beautiful yeah juice fucking rules big, and big juice recommend so- those I other movies are like movie. are on my list because there's that uh there's that parody film it's like oh never be, be a menace <laughs> don't be a menace in south yeah I, yes, so i want to watch you. all the movies first that it's gonna parody and then watch that and yeah. uh, feel very informed and, and laugh at the very specific jokes. I have. Right. Opium Menace is funny as shit, and there's literally a person in there named Dashiki. It's and, <laughs> and, and his name is Ashtray. Like he's just like it's, it is totally meant to just be super ridiculous, but it's actually really good though. Don't be a menace is actually really good. Cool. But yeah, I would definitely suggest watching all of them. You know, Boys in the Hood, all that mm-hmm. stuff, just to like really understand like a lot of those references and stuff. But a lot of like the black experience, like the movie experience, the black movie experience comes from a lot of those films where mm-hmm. you just, they're all like considered hood movies pretty much, but like they're all based in the hood and things like that. Another one I would say, check out is fresh. 
Oh, mm. fresh. Okay. Fresh. I thought you were going to say Friday, which I did watch a lot <laughs> yes. as a kid. If you haven't seen Friday, definitely watch Fucking Friday. Fucking love Friday. Like, yeah. yeah, I feel like Friday's Friday great. is maybe more of a, it broke through a little bit more than those other it ones. It did. To like yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, so. Chris Tucker definitely helped that. Yes, for sure. For sure. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> helped that Chris Tucker was also a fifth element as well to, yeah. to help re-promote Friday. But. Yeah, we bridge that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, cool. Uh, yeah, big recommend from all of us. Then, uh, thank you so much, Prince. Uh, this was a really fun, chill, chill summertime episode. Of yeah, the oh, no. thank you. No, this was a lot of fun. I had an absolute blast. It's always fun talking to you both. Hell yeah, man. Where can people find you if they want more of you? Which I know they oh. do. Oh man, if you want more of me, you can find me on Twitter at. The Head Night, that's Night with a K, or you can listen to my voices over on A Nightlight, a horror movie podcast that's also Night with a K. Hell yeah. That's part of a Blade Disgusting, right? Yes, so it yeah, is part of Blade legit. Disgusting mm-hmm. as well. Um, I think I can announce this now because we're starting to like make phases of this. Oh, yeah. Uh, so there is something that I'm also a part of uh, for Screenbox, um, exclusively <gasps> to Screenbox as well. Uh, this will be hopefully out um, officially in early fall, but uh, I'll be at Midsummer Scream promoting a majority of it. Uh, it's called Scream Talks. So, yes. Oh, be hell yeah. We'll be at Midsummer. So, yeah, we'll see you there. Yes, yeah, we'll, we'll see, see you there. Our, our booth is apparently right next to Roger Jackson's. Oh, my. We're so, so excited. Oh, they, shit. they sent out the floor plan and they're like, let us know if you're okay with this. And we're like, yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're cool uh, sitting next like, to what? Ghostface. Of course. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds awesome. Yeah, well, yeah, I'll be in a split booth. I'll be Bloody Disgusting and um, Screenbox. So. Oh, cool. cool. I'll uh, look at the uh, map and see where booth. you are. Did they? Did you get that floor plan email? It's, I did not. No. It's amazing. It is I, pretty incredible. It's, it's like, like really? an interactive, interactive thing map. where you can either look up Whoa. the person or yeah. click on a table on the map and it'll show you. It's incredible. I've never seen this Whoa, for a convention before. That's awesome. So no, I'll I, find I where you guys got are. I my hands on that. Yeah, yeah. Find, find where we're at. Um, we're not officially announced for Midsummer Scream yet, but I mean, I could say that I'm going or whatever, but okay. it's... <laughs> it's It'll be announced um, a little bit later, but cool. yeah, we're, we're hosting some things, um, but should be a lot of fun. Yes. A lot of fun. Good stuff. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you again. Yeah. Uh, you can find us at Dead Me James on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. And I'm at Carebeck, C-R-E-B-E-C-C on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want merch, deadmeatstore.com. Mm-hmm. Molly seems done. Molly's over it. Yep. Yeah. Molly says, I gotta <laughs> go pee and poop. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. So uh, until next time, I'm Chelsea. And I'm James. That's Prince. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this has been the Dead Meat Podcast. Mm-hmm.